and welcome to UX Shortcast. Every day, I handpick the hottest articles from the last 24 hours to bring you the coolest and most exciting updates. Get ready for a quick yet catchy snapshot of what's new and buzzing in user experience. Ready to get inspired? Let's jump in. Today, on February 6th, I have the pleasure of inviting you to another episode of UX Shortcast. Fabricio Teixeira from UX Collective penned an article titled, Designers Form Factor Trap, The Loss of Process, Challenging ChatGPT. He's sounding the alarm that while designers are hustling to create cool new stuff with AI, they might be skipping some homework. They're all about making things look good and work smooth, but not digging deep into the AI brains behind it all. It's like they're missing half the puzzle. The article also tips its hat to other smart cookies talking about the same kind of stuff. How to measure what really matters in design, why process is key, and not to get too caught up in making things pretty without solid thinking. Plus, there's a nudge to question if design systems are really the big win they seem and a cheeky suggestion to fib about your birthday online to dodge scammers. And for the tech savvy, there's a bit about challenging ChatGPT to whip up a color scheme. Basically, it's a treasure chest of brainy design talk. In Ticketing UX Made Easy by Rui Policarpo, the article talks about how Prague made buying public transport tickets a breeze for folks who aren't from there. Imagine you're in a new city and you gotta figure out how to get a ticket for the bus or tram. It can be a real headache with all the buttons and options, especially if it's not in English. Prague's trams have this cool little machine that's super simple to use. It's got a big touch screen and a place to tap your card to pay. You just pick your fare, tap your card, and bam, you got your ticket and proof of payment all on one slip. The design's smart because it's easy to figure out and doesn't waste your time or paper. Policarpo says that good design like this makes life easier, and when something's easy and looks good, people are happier using it. Plus, a smooth experience like this sticks with you. It's not just about the ride, but how getting the ticket made you feel. Darren Yeo from UX Collective took a swing at Microsoft's new tool, Copilot, sizing IT up for ease of use. The title of his piece is, Microsoft Copilot can't rate itself on usability, but I can. He's using a checklist of 10 user-friendly principles to see if Copilot makes the grade. Despite its smarts in linking up info and helping out across Microsoft's apps, it's a mixed bag. Yo gives it a 3.1 out of 5 stars because while it's got some neat tricks for sorting stuff and helping both newbies and pros, it's also a bit of a headache with its uneven performance. It's like having a handy assistant that sometimes drops the ball. Yo's keen to see what others think too urging folks to share their own scores. In How Ecom Subscription Services Are Breaking All the UX Rules, written by Beth J. from UX Collective, we learn about a sneaky problem with online shopping subscriptions. Imagine this. You sign up for a deal to save some cash on stuff like soap or vitamins. They say you'll get 15-25% off if you agree to buy more in the future. Sounds good, right? But here's the catch. These companies are playing fast and loose with the rules. They don't always remind you when they're going to charge you again. And before you know it, you're out hundreds of dollars on stuff you forgot you ordered. And if you try to cancel, too bad. They've got policies saying, 
No cancellations or refunds once they've got your money. It's a dirty trick that's good for their pockets but leaves folks like you and me feeling cheated. Beth J is calling for a change because this kind of thing just isn't right. Kiran Kumar from UX Planet penned an insightful piece called Creating Inclusive Experiences, a deep dive into accessibility in product design. Here's the lowdown. Imagine a tool that everyone can use, no matter if they're blind, deaf, or have trouble moving their hands. That's what accessibility is all about, making stuff easy for everyone to use. This is good for business, too. Think bigger customer base, staying on the right side of the law and a solid reputation. Plus, it's smart for the future since tech keeps changing. Kumar offers tips like using clear labels, helpful icons, and smart design to keep things simple and accessible. It's about not leaving anyone out and making sure everyone can get what they need from your product, whether they're a grandparent or someone with a broken arm. It's just good sense. Ashley Luz from UX Planet wrote a piece titled Giving People Power, Not Doubt, UX Writing Guidance on Confirmation Messages. It's about making online messages clearer when you're about to do something like delete a file or buy a ticket. Instead of making you second-guess with an, are you sure? It should just tell you what you're doing, like delete this course. It should also tell you what happens after you do it, so there's no surprises. And the choices you get, like delete or cancel, need to be super clear. No beating around the bush. Just straight talk so you know exactly what you're choosing. Vikalp Kushik penned an article titled, I Changed My Job, Here's What I Learned, sharing insights from his career move. He was a UI UX designer stuck in a shaky job and decided it was time for a switch. Kushik learned that job hunting ain't a walk in the park. It's about timing and gut instinct. He kept his online profiles polished and did his homework on companies and industry pay to stay sharp. Honesty's crucial when you're job hunting because employers will check your story. Starting a new gig can feel like being the new kid on the block, but it's all part of the game. Kaushik's experience is a solid reminder to stay genuine and prepared. In the piece Three Ways Brain Sabotages Your Copy by Rita Kind Envy, we learn how our noggin can mess up the words we choose when we're trying to communicate with folks. First off, when we're too happy about what we've written, we might miss the mark, kind of like celebrating too early. Then there's the trap of thinking we know it all because we've been around the block, which can make us ignore good advice. Lastly, when we're under the gun and stressed, we tend to make hasty choices that don't pan out well. The takeaway? Always be ready to improve, listen to others, double-check your work, and own up to any goofs you make. It's all about getting better, and not just thinking you're the hotshot in the room. In Ways to Cut the Fluff in Your Writing by Cynthia Marinikos, the main point is to keep writing simple and to the point. The article says too much unnecessary stuff can overwhelm readers, especially when they're reading on screens, which is harder on the eyes. We all have busy lives, so when we read something, we want the important details without sifting through extra words. The brain uses a lot of energy, and we don't want to tire it out with long-winded writing. So whether it's for an app or a quick brief, cutting down on the fluff helps get the message across more effectively. 
Seanick Panarkar penned an article for UX Planet titled Top 10 Figma Plugins for UX Designers, breaking down some nifty tools for folks designing websites and apps. Here's the lowdown. Farikian Splash. Snag cool pictures to slap onto your designs. 2. Image Palette. Pull out colors from a photo to make a sweet color scheme. 3. Coolers. Whip up color combos right in your project. For sandy color labels. Slap names on your colors without breaking a sweat. For noisy gradients. Jazz up your designs with some funky color fades. 6. Table creator. No more headaches making tables. This thing does the heavy lifting. 7. Autoflow. Draw flowcharts with arrows that stick to your shapes like glue. 8. Phosphor icons. Grab icons without digging through the internet. 9. Lottie files. Spice up your designs with some slick animations. 10. Alamel2.design. Turn any website into a Figma design with a couple of clicks. Basically, these tools are like a Swiss army knife for making your digital stuff look top-notch without a fuss. In the piece, How to Maximize the Impact of UX Research and Tech Teams, by Nergis Cholak, we get a wake-up call about how tech folks are dropping the ball on user experience. Less than half of the big shots and product wranglers actually use customer feedback to make their tech stuff better. The article says that if we want our tech teams to build things that people love to use, we've got to make sure everyone gets what UX research is all about. Here's the deal. UX research ain't just a one-time thing or a solo gig. It's a team sport, and it's got to be part of the game plan from start to finish. Solak suggests we clear up who does what, use some smart UX methods, keep all the research in one spot, and let everyone hear what users are saying. That way, the whole team can get behind making stuff that users will dig. It's about building a culture that gets that user experience is key to winning in the tech game. In the article, Need UI Inspiration? Discover 40 Button Styles That Pop by Dominic Lyko. You'll find a treasure trove of ideas to make website buttons really stand out. The piece, featured in UX Planet, breaks down different button designs that are not just pretty but also super practical for users. Here's the lowdown on some standout styles. One, primary action button. This is the big, bold one that yells, click me. It's meant for the most important stuff and usually pops with bright colors. Two, secondary action button. This one's like the primary's quieter cousin. It's there for the less crucial choices and often has a simpler look with outlines or softer colors. 3. Floating Action Button Picture a button that's like a floating bubble on your screen, ready for when you need to do something important like adding stuff. 4. Liquid Button Imagine a button that moves and wiggles like water. It's a cool animated effect that catches the eye. 5. Gradient Button These have colors that blend together and can give buttons a sense of depth, making them pret-tie snazzy and noticeable. 6. Neo-Brutalism Button this style wasn't fully detailed, but neo-brutalism in design usually means a raw, bold look that's straightforward yet impactful. Lyco's article is a great resource if you're looking to jazz up your site and make those buttons really work for your users. Matthias Mancios penned an eye-opening piece titled Embracing the Digital Age, 
the mental health tech revolution unveiled in UX Planet. It's all about how tech's changing the game for folks looking after their mental health. Imagine having a chat with a bot that gets you or using an app that helps keep your mind as fit as a fiddle. That's the kind of stuff we're talking about. These digital tools are making it a whole lot easier for people to get the help they need, especially if they're living out in the sticks or can't get to a therapist. It's a big win for anyone who needs a helping hand to stay on top of their mental game. Edward Chichik from UX Planet penned an article titled Get Icon Ideas in One Click with this chat GPT prompt. The gist is, if you're designing a website or app and need a snazzy little picture, an icon, to show users what's what, but the idea is complex, there's a tool that can help. It's like a recipe for coming up with icon ideas using AI, especially for tough-to-visualize concepts. You feed this AI some info about what your product does and what the icon should show. It won't hand you the finished icon on a silver platter, but it'll give you a creative jumpstart. You can even ask the AI to sketch out the icon ideas so you can get a better picture. Chichike's piece is a how-to guide for making icon brainstorming less of a headache with AI, saving you time and effort, and maybe even giving your design work a leg up. Thank you for listening, and I invite you to another dose of knowledge tomorrow.